Greetings, viewers and listeners to CHP Talks. I'm Rod Taylor, National Leader of the Christian Heritage Party of Canada. And this week, I uh, had a tremendous interviewee lined up, a lady that I know you're going to appreciate when we have a chance to do that interview, but she was unavailable suddenly at the last minute. And so I am going to just tell you about our recent trip across the country. My wife, Elaine, and I just drove about 14,700 plus kilometers from northern British Columbia over to as far as Montreal. And um, we did uh, visit along the way. We it was a five weeks of driving across the country back and forth. We were in five snowstorms in different places. The worst was in Moosom in Saskatchewan or on our way heading east where the power, power lines were down, uh, tractor trailers were in the ditch, and we were, uh, we were glad to have a place to, to stay there in the area and uh, have a, a good day of rest on the Sunday. And then on the Monday, the roads were clear again, and we were able to continue our journey. Uh, so we uh, had um, a lot of things that went, took place. We had meetings along the way in Alberta, we were in Morinville, Alberta, Calgary, and Lethbridge with meetings. Uh, we were in Saskatoon and Mooseman, Saskatchewan. We were in Winnipeg in Manitoba. And uh, in Ontario, we had meetings in Thunder Bay, Woodstock, Sarnia, Kingston, Alliston, uh, and Ottawa. And then we did make a one-day trip over to Montreal and met with a couple of our candidates there, as well as... Uh, a new member, and so we're excited about um, what this new member is going to bring to the table. We are very pleased to meet always new members along the way, as well as our old faithful members, not old, but faithful longtime members that have been with the party for, for some years. So on our trip, the number of things were going on. Uh, first of all, we were uh, in Ontario. We, we uh, met with people, elections uh, that were going on there that are going on there today. And there are two parties. Uh, most of you, if you're in Ontario, Ontario and you are social conservatives, you'll know this. There's the Ontario party led by Derek Sloan and the New Blue Party led by Jim Carahalios. They, they each have <clears throat> one MPP in office now, and they're hoping to expand their their uh, reach, both are social conservative parties, uh, pro-life parties. And although uh, if you're in Ontario, you will know that there is some conflict between the two parties. Unfortunately, uh, we do hope that uh, good pro-life candidates in each party will get elected. And uh, for those who are wondering, well, which way do I vote, Ontario party or the new blue I'm just going to say, look at the candidates in your riding. If they're pro-life, uh, ask them a question, find out where they stand on the issues and vote for the best candidate uh, available to you. And in Saskatchewan, we talked with people, there's three new parties forming in Saskatchewan. And a lot of this comes out of frustration with uh, existing parties. And we see that federally as well. And in the provinces, uh, people want truth. They want freedom. They want uh, a party that's going to stand up for principles. And so, of course, there's different ideas how to achieve those goals. 
how to build a party that represents your values. And so uh, my hat is off to all those who take the effort to, to build a new party. It's a lot of work. And we certainly hope that the good people who are standing for life, family, and freedom, like those in the Christian Heritage Party, but on the provincial level uh, across this country, we hope that they will find a way of working together to accomplish uh, what God wants to see happen in this great nation of ours and various provinces. In Alberta, while we were away, Jason Kenney uh, resigned after a low uh, leadership approval uh, within his party. So there will be uh, new uh, leadership interests going on there. People putting their hat forward now, or they're putting their hat in the ring, putting their name forward to be on the ballot for the United Conservative Party, and uh, we'll see what happens there. On our way, uh, while we were in Calgary, we did visit uh, Pastor Archer Palowski, a friend of ours, and we've appreciated for a long time and admired for his uh, uh, principled stand for freedom, biblical values, and morality, and for the way that he and uh, those that work with him have been feeding the homeless, the downtrodden uh, for years and years at great personal sacrifice. They've been making sure that people that are on the streets in Calgary are not starving and helping them out. And yet Arthur has just spent 51 days in solitary confinement um, based on his uh, preaching basically to the truckers at Coots, uh, at the Coots border crossing. Uh, and, and he is now uh, under a type of a house arrest. He, he cannot leave the house after seven at night. And uh, he's facing charges of terrorism. Can you believe it? Terrorism for preaching the gospel and for standing for freedom in this country that once was free and in a place where we now are losing some of those freedoms or the, at least those freedoms are under attack. While we passed through Saskatchewan on our way east, uh, we uh, happened to see the veteran James Top and his those that are with him. Uh, who James is walking across the country to Ottawa to bring the issue of freedom uh, to the prime minister. We hope that the prime minister will give him an audience when he gets there. But uh, it was our privilege to attend a meeting uh, where James spoke about what what he's doing, why he's doing it. And that particular day, there were, the winds were blowing, the flag, I was amazed they could even hold on to the flag that they're carrying as they're uh, marching across the country. And, uh, but James spoke passionately about the, uh, the need to stand up for freedom in our country. If we don't stand up for our freedom, we're going to lose it. Um, we also, uh, well, we, while we were in Ottawa, we had two events. Uh, we went to Ottawa twice, actually. Uh, the first event was the Canada Strong and Free Conference, used to be called the Manning Conference. And uh, we had a booth there representing the, the Christian Heritage Party, and people could come and get brochures, business cards, and talk to us about our policies. We had a number of young people came and spoke to us, very encouraging that uh, young people who are working in the political realm are interested in the policies of the Christian Heritage Party. And uh, while we were there, 
Uh, I did have a chance to shake hands, basically a very brief meeting with Lesa Lewis as she passed down the hallway. Uh, we shared uh, a lot of good conversation with, with Tom Harris, who is the head of the International Climate Science Coalition. He was our guest last week on CHP Talks. Uh, if you did not catch that, you'll want to go back in the archives and pick it up because uh, tremendous knowledge on all the issues around science, uh, cl the climate change and um, carbon dioxide. So uh, he also wrote our communique this past week. If you are not now receiving our communique, go to our website at chp.ca. And at the bottom, you can uh, sign up to receive our weekly communique absolutely free by email. And uh, so Tom also has written a very good article on the issue of uh, climate change <clears throat> and our, <clears throat> our responsibility not to get hoodwinked and, and uh, deluded and pulled into uh, useless and harmful uh, ways of approaching uh, climate. Um, had a chance to uh, meet Preston Manning once again and shake his hand, a uh, man who's done a lot in our country politically and uh, the founder of the reform movement, founder of the Manning Conference, and we exchanged books. He was uh, doing a book signing. I also gave him a copy of, of my book, which I signed for him. Uh, later on, uh, we, we were witnesses or were able to sit in the audience as the five of the six conservative party leadership contestants uh, had a debate there. They called it an unofficial debate. The first official one was in Edmonton a little bit later, but uh, it was good to, to hear what they had to say. And for those who do not know, uh, I don't know how you would not know this, but if you have, if you are a conservative party member and you're planning to vote in the conservative uh, party leadership contest, you should know that Leslie Lewis is the only pro-lifer remaining on the ballot. Uh, all the other uh, five are all supporters of what they call pro-choice or it's a pro-abortion position. So uh, you, may, uh, you may like Pierre Polyev for his uh, articulate defense of uh, freedom and economics and so on. Uh, he's uh, quite good on his feet. Very good at, um, you know, basically <laughs> pointing out the flaws of Justin Trudeau's uh, liberal policies and his government. However, Pierre Polyev is not pro-life, and uh, I hope that's an issue that is important for you. Of course, there were three other pro-life contestants who are not going to be on the ballot. I interviewed all three of them, Mark Dalton, Grant Abraham, and uh, Joseph Borgo. Uh, one was disqualified because he didn't uh, raise enough money, uh, Mark Dalton, and, and of course, that's no fault of his own. It's just the way things happen, and uh, we did appreciate being able to interview him while he was still uh, in the running. And the other two, Grant Abraham and Joseph Borgo, it appears that they were eliminated uh, by a bit of uh, skullduggery in, within the, the leadership election um, committee of the conservative party anyway um can't say too much about that i don't know the inner workings of that but it has been my privilege to speak to uh some of the these folks uh in the process and and uh 
I, I'm sorry that pro-lifers were ejected from the ballot basically on, um, I think, spurious uh, uh, accusations that they didn't raise the money or didn't get enough nominations. It looks like it was uh, the inner workings of, a, of an inner circle that didn't want them on the ballot. But anyway, so we did hear the ones that are still there, um, except for Patrick Brown, he wasn't there yet uh, in Ottawa for that debate. Then we went back to Ottawa again uh, the following week for the March for Life. It was my privilege to speak for a couple of minutes there on the Hill, I call it on the Hill, Parliament Hill, to a very uh, enthusiastic and vibrant uh, crowd of pro-lifers. And uh, I, there were other speakers that had great things to say as well. And it was good to be there and express our support on behalf of the members of the National Board of the Christian Heritage Party. It's just good to, to let people know that we still stand for life, family, and freedom. While we were in Ontario, <clears throat> we also had the privilege of uh, attending worship services, two different Sundays with uh, Michael Thiessen of Liberty, Liberty Coalition, Liberty Dispatch. And Michael has been one of the ones who has faced... Uh, some charges and trials for uh, uh, basically keeping his church open during during the lockdowns. And also at another church in Windsor, uh, Pastor Aaron Rock at the Harvest Bible Chapel. And so it was great to be in the service with, with them, hearing the word of God in a, in a free and enthusiastic and uh, basically unmasked crowd. There's uh, the congregation there is very enthusiastic about the freedom that we have in Christ. Uh, we also attended a meeting where uh, Joe Boot was the speaker, Joe Boot from the Ezra Institute, tremendous uh, speech presentation, and it was just good to meet Joe. I ran into uh, Fatin Griseshi just for a few moments at the um, uh, Canada Strong and Free Conference. She was just passing by I didn't have a chance for an in-depth uh, conversation with her. I know she is also crisscrossing the country uh, with a message for Christians in this uh, nation. And um, I'm going to be interested in what she has to say. Also, another person we met this time for the first time is Anna Maris, who was our social media coordinator uh, working uh, with us in Ontario and helping us do better with our Twitter and Facebook uh, feeds and posts. So we appreciated getting to meet her for the first time in person. Um, while we were there, when we uh, spoke last uh, Saturday night in Merrifield, Saskatchewan, near Musselman, um, we spoke about the some of the bills that are uh, being passed. First of all, you all know about C4. We've talked about it before. The uh, conversion therapy ban uh, bill that had passed without any opposition in the House of Commons on December 1st. <clears throat> and so um, that, of course, remains a blight on um, the conservative membership, even, even people that we love and appreciate who are members of the conservative party and are members of parliament, not one of them did resist that. So uh, we, we're not sure where that's all going to go, but it, it looks like it opens the door for 
the criminalization of parents and pastors who speak biblical truth either to their children or to parishioners regarding sexual orientation, uh, sexual identity, and, and uh, the expression of that. People trying to get out of a lifestyle that is not working for them and um, the legal challenges that are, we will be facing as Christians if we speak biblical truth into that situation. The fact that God made us male and female, and there aren't 50 different uh, kinds of genders, there is male or female. And uh, we, we stand by that uh, biblical claim, and we think that all who name the name of Christ should stand for um, creation as as God designed uh, men and women. It's, uh, it's the only design that works, and we, we trust the Creator to know what's best for us. Uh, C11 mentioned a couple of other bills here that you probably know about, but I'm just going to mention them, and, and you should be concerned. You should be talking to your MP about them. C11 is the government internet. Uh, they're considering it, you know, hate speech bill, but they will be uh, controlling what is allowed to be presented on the internet, uh, or they want to be controlling that. We hope that they fail in their efforts to limit free speech on the internet in Canada, but uh, be aware that that's what C11 is designed to do. C261 is even worse. It, uh, it takes hate speech, which of course is subject to interpretation. What is hate speech? And uh, I don't think you and I are going to like how Justin Trudeau defines hate speech. Uh, really, the Bible is going to be uh, considered hate speech by those who oppose a uh, Christian worldview, uh, especially regarding gender and, and the right to life and those types of things and, and personal freedom. But C-261 goes a step further. It um, allows someone to make an accusation against you not because you've committed a crime against them, but if they think you might commit a hate crime, uh, in, you might publish or say something that might hurt their feelings or cause them to be afraid, they can bring that to a judge. And if the judge is convinced that they're correct, you could be punished. You could be under house arrest, have electronic monitoring device, have your firearm seized just for something that you have not done yet, but someone thinks you might do. Terrible, terrible idea. We hope it is uh, banished to the pit forever, but, uh, but there are people who think this is the way to go in our country. And then C-223, we've talked about it uh, in the past. Also, the um, universal basic income, there's, there's people that think that the, you, the taxpayers, should be paying a, li a living income, a living wage to everyone 17 years of age and older regardless if they're working, regardless if they're going to school, regardless if they're trying to find a job or taking training to, you know, there's no requirement of any sort. If this bill were to pass, and I can't imagine it would pass, but things are crazy nowadays in this country, C-223, be sure that you let your MP know that you do not want to be shelling out tax dollars uh, for to someone who's not even trying to find a job, not even trying to go to school, um, just sitting on the couch 
and uh, waiting for government to drop a living wage in his or her lap. Well, that's about it, folks. Uh, next week, we will have an exciting guest. I can't tell you who that is yet, but uh, wait and see. And for now, I just want to say thank you for uh, listening or watching us at CHP Talks. We will continue to uh, press the truth claims for uh, God's uh, creation, his sovereignty over this nation, and to defend life, family, and freedom. Thank you so much. God bless you. See you next week for another edition of CHP Talks. Thanks for listening to CHP Talks. For more content you don't want to miss, be sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast, CHP Talks. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. To view our weekly episodes in a video format, you can find us on Brighteon at brighteon.com forward slash channel forward slash CHP Canada. On BitChute at bitshoot.com forward slash channel forward slash CHP Canada. Now, social media censorship and the cancel culture have restricted what we can discuss on YouTube. But most of our programs can still be found on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash CHP Canada. Thanks for joining us. Please share this information with others. After all, speaking the truth is an act of love. I'm Rod Taylor, National Leader of CHP Canada and your host of CHP Talks. See you next week.